Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Only on Sports Radio 92.7 FM WFNZ. Straight fire. This is the Wesson Walker Show. Even the crowd knows what's coming next. Wesson Walker on Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. We appreciate you joining us for the next three hours. You can text us, share your thoughts and comments, as always, on the Garage Door Guru text line, 704-570-9610. No big old package to open up today. I apologize. I wish we had that. That'd be fun to get a present every single day. It's exciting. Jelly Cat hooked us up. If you don't know what Jelly Cat is and you missed the open of yesterday's show, we had a package sent from a stuffed animal company in Minnesota. I know because I did my research before I opened the package. little weird. Didn't know who sent it. Didn't know why it was sent. So we opened it up to open the show. And we had a stuffed animal basketball, a soccer ball. Cricket was even in there. The first one we opened up was a rugby ball. And I'm sure we got a whole bunch of drops because I said stuffed balls on the air and Fiddy laughed because that's what Fiddy's going to do. That's the dynamic producer. Sports balls. Yeah, I figured I figured you had that ready to go today. I'm sure there's going to be quite a bit more as well. You can see some of those videos, me opening up the package, me bringing it to the studio on our social handles as well. Westcott Range. At Weston Walker, at Walker Mail, at HTB underscore Josh. There's so many different handles say, to look up at. what's up to Federico, Federico to football? I forgot his name. I forgot we were naming some of them. <laughs> we got to name them all. At some point, they need names. Search. Frederico, Frederico is a great. I don't know what I'm going to name the basketball. We need all different naming responsibilities. People can also give us some ideas through the text line if they want to. There's already yeah. been a ball misconduct that's done taking place in the studio. Oh, no way. Because I, is it Mac and Bone? Is that what's happening this morning? You know, I left Shay over here by the computer oh, at my rightful home, and, and he's over there hanging out with Wes. Who played with our balls this morning? Oh, Flounder. I feel like Flounder would be the one that does that, especially if it's your ball. I think that's what he would do, especially at the producer position. This has Flounder written all over it. And I figured once Mac and Bone walked in, because T-Bone is the one that let me know that the package was in for me. So I had had an idea that they were going to start playing with the stuffed animals. But they're over there. They are in the studio. We're just going to play some all about again. <laughs> That's my bad. All right. We're off and rolling. We got some different kinds of sounds going on as well. It should be a wild show, as really it's it's become to be every day on Wesson Walker from twelve to three. It's not going to be the schedule release for the NFL today. That's not happening. But we do have an idea. Well, we know who the Panthers are going to be playing at home and on the road. We just don't know when quite yet. So let's go a little preview with the schedule, what we want to see, some of the harder games, and then we will have the schedule release recap tomorrow as that will be, well, not even recap because it's going to drop at 8 p.m. tomorrow night, but we'll get an idea Always you have the schedule leaks, trying to piece that together. Already leaking. Yeah, I know. We've got some. we got some leaks already. So let's get to that right now. Getting off the bus. Bus driver Fitty, open up the doors. We look good getting off the bus. I got something to say. Damn! Kick it! I can feel it. 
So as I mentioned, the schedule release will happen at 8 p.m. tomorrow. But as we all know, if you do have a Twitter handle, if you are on social media, you will see the schedule leaks quite regularly. And maybe even the Panthers will release it. I I bet the video will drop right at 8 o'clock tomorrow as well. They oftentimes do something fun. They've had music videos. They've had the schedule opponent, whatever week it was, show up in alphabet soup. They've had a whole bunch of different stuff that they put together. So it's been pretty cool to see over the years. In addition to the schedule release, select games will be announced earlier tomorrow by NBC and ABC on the Today Show and Good Morning America. ESPN's NFL Live also will announce a Monday night football game at 4 p.m. on Thursday. So you have a whole bunch of different things going on as we get to the 8 p.m. release and this is just the NFL just strangling the news cycle for as long as they possibly can just dropping one game after another how much do you like the schedule release and what are some of the things you look for um I definitely like some of the big matchups and I like to see like I said the other day how many great quarterbacks a team is going to play against mainly my team I look at the Panthers schedule as well to see how difficult it's going to be. How many tough games do you have consecutively? Uh, when they announce the games, like especially like the marquee ones, you get excited for some of them because you feel like you know how good certain teams are going to be. But then sometimes the NFL is so unpredictable. Games that you're excited about to start the season isn't too good. And so that kind of takes some of the, the luster out of the games. But it's still fun to kind of see when and who's going to play who when to try to figure out what their season is going to look like. So let's talk about what we know overall and then talk about what we know for the Carolina Panthers. The NFL already previously announced that the Bills, the Tennessee Titans, the Jags, and the Chiefs Also the Patriots, so the Patriots are also part of that. They'll host international games this season. The 2023 season will also feature 14 playoff rematches from 2022. That includes the Super Bowl matchup between Philadelphia and Kansas City. And then Thursday night football. Remember, teams can appear on Thursday night twice now. Not every team is guaranteed to play on prime time. Just to give you a primer for what you can expect tomorrow. So you are not shocked or surprised at some of the things that are not the same from years past. Here's what we know as far as the uh, the Panthers schedule goes. So, of course, you know you're going to play every single team in the NFC South at home and on the road. The other teams that you'll be playing at home include Green Bay, Minnesota, Houston, Indianapolis, and Dallas will be coming to Charlotte. On the road outside of the NFC South, they'll be heading to Chicago, to face their former roster person, DJ Moore. It was weird how I said that. (laughs) Detroit on the road, Jacksonville, Tennessee, Seattle, and Miami. Wes, what are some of the more fearful opponents that I just said there that are not just in the NFC South, of course, somebody you're going to be facing every single season? What's another franchise that I threw out there that you thought, okay, that's going to be an interesting matchup once we see it unfold? Yeah, I mean, you look at the Miami Dolphins, how explosive they are on offense with Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell, and the crew, and they keep adding weapons over there, so that's going to be a good test for the Panthers. Defense, uh, the Seattle Seahawks, you saw what they did last year, the type of draft that they had. 
So that should be an exciting matchup. But I'm most excited, really, to see the games, even though the Texans obviously aren't that great, but to see those two rookies, hopefully C.J. Stroud versus Bryce Young, Anthony Richardson uh, versus Bryce Young as well are some of the games I'm looking forward to the most on the schedule, just seeing the rooks so just, if they're starting. Well, and just kind of looking at some of the history between the Panthers and these previous opponents, Carolina will play Dallas at home. They'll travel to Seattle and Miami. They last hosted the Cowboys in the 2018 season opener while they traveled to Seattle this year and Miami last year. We did see that. The Panthers will play in the NFC North and the AFC South divisions as well as we just mentioned. Green Bay will be coming to Bank of America Stadium for the first time since 2017. Carolina won that game 31-24. to You bring up the Miami Dolphins as an interesting opponent. I think one of the opponents that I'll bring up, I just think Dallas is going to be really interesting to me, especially coming to Bank of America Stadium. One, America's team going to show up. They've got a, la- a large fan base. I guess they just lost one fan here in the Queen City. Yeah, my mom is debating if she's going to go to the game. So so we'll have that. They, they didn't lose they didn't lose your mom. But no, they but did she's lose threatened, Fitty. though. She's made similar type of threats to what Fitty's made. She said uh, that if the uh, Cowboys didn't get it together, she was going to go to Jacksonville. What is, is that true? Yeah. Is there, do you do you buy it, or do you think no, uh, she's always going to be a A little Cowboys bit, but fan. she's been a Cowboy fan like four decades, but she really has. She's like, man, if they don't get it together, I'm going to cheer for Jacksonville. It's tough to hop off of 40 years of fandom. Right. I mean, yeah. Fitty at least, Fitty's only 26 years old, yeah. so I guess if there's anything going for him, he's only <laughs> been a fan of the Cowboys for like what over a decade now it's not been since birth for you right Fitty that you've been a fan of Dallas yeah no we're going on I mean it's just a little I was a fan of Dallas for just a little <laughs> over a decade but I've got I've, I've started thinking I got a lot of crap I gotta get rid of with Dallas stuff are you just gonna yeah. ask Willie P to sell it on eBay again no I mean I got a little brother I could give it to tell Miss Fonda though to stay strong Really? Yes. How are you going to say that? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> because she's at least seen Super Bowls. I've seen playoff wins. Uh, the bagel guy wrote in that new Thursday night rule was Jeff Bezos raising hell over the trash he was uh, paying for on Thursday night yeah, football. Yeah, I can yeah. agree with that. Yeah, we've had some bad matchups. I'm glad before. the international games are going to be pretty decent, too, because I know those people get tired of seeing those awful <laughs> games that they send over there. Send us good games, bloke! <laughs> Is that an- <laughs> We're tired of the trash! Do you think Jessica would approve of that? I don't know. She might like it. We'll have to ask her. Uh, Big Cat Dan wrote in on the text line that Jacksonville game will be prime time. Trevor Lawrence versus Bryce Young, Doug Peterson versus Frank Reich, an expansion versus expansion game. It will be a banger. I like that. I like that. Oh, that is going to be a game to watch, surely. Yeah, lots of little subplots there with Trevor Lawrence, Bryce Young, Young QBs. Not generational for Bryce, but the mind is Trevor Lawrence. I wear my Trevor Lawrence jersey that week. Even against your boy Bryce Young, too. <laughs> no, See, but Trev is, Trev is really my guy, though. But, but now, I know he is, and that's true. But now we have something in Carolina to help bridge the fandom uh, yeah, for you Something that'll well. make me not as kind of, you know, chippy about it. I'm yeah. like, well, I'm happy for Bryce. Yeah, because because now what's been great about this, and there's no going back on your end. No, it's not. Because you've all you've been all in yeah. on Bryce. Yeah, so yeah, now if he doesn't pan out, you can't even celebrate his failure because that means you will have failed talking him up so. <laughs> 
this much. is true. It's a beautiful thing. And I do Pitch like to says. be right. I've cheered for teams that I have sold my soul for to be right. <laughs> yeah. It's a beautiful thing, Panthers yeah. fans. Yeah. You could listen to Wes either celebrate with you or experience the same kind of pain that you do, which is a fantastic thing. <laughs> I'm absolutely happy. NASCAR Brad, he wrote in, happy hump day, guys. Yes, happy hump day to yes, you sir. as well. And uh, Nick from Belmont, <laughs> apparently a little late to the news. Did I hear this right? That he is finally leaving the Cowboys. If so, trip on your own feet and let the door yeah, where you hit been, you man? on the way out. Nick from Belmont, Cowboy fan, saying good riddance to you, Fitting. Yeah, he's he's a typical Cowboy fan, delusional, <laughs> uh, dumb. Like he, I mean, like he literally lives wow. in the past. I live in the present, and in the present failing franchise. Man, the Jets better uh, oh, be a really good this year. Yes, Jets, Jets, Jets. What happens if the Jets fail miserably this year? I'm quitting life. Yeah, well. As a sports fan. The, the free agency that has been your fandom has been interesting. To, like three different hockey teams and now looking to go to the Jets. I hope you just stick with them. Another game I'll look at, Chicago. You have the subplot of the DJ Moore reunion where DJ had some comments. It wasn't crazy spicy, but he did say that he would have liked to have heard it a little bit sooner. He did say that he would have liked to have stuck around here in the Queen City, continued to play for Carolina. And you also have a young QB matchup there. Justin Fields, Bryce Young. And J.C. Horn versus DJ Moore. That's right. That's actually a great one. That'll be a fun matchup. Plus, Wes, you do have the added storyline of if Bryce Young hits the ground running, let's say he does win Rookie of the Year, he does have some awesome numbers, low interceptions, high touchdown total, 4,000 yards. Will Chicago be regretting trading the number one pick, not just because it didn't work out for them in the package they got back, but because of what Bryce Young has become for the Carolina Panthers. Another impressive matchup. It will be happening at Soldier Field, but Chicago, Carolina, that is going to be a fun matchup. Yeah, it is. So the schedule release and do you really pay attention to when they play them and, and things of that nature? Like, do you really strategize with the schedule? Like, well, they got this team and then they get the buy here and then they got to play this team, this team, this team. Because, I mean, I think that's important, too. I think especially for Carolina, one thing that I have grown extremely frustrated over over the last few seasons it's the fact that they don't finish the second half strong. This past season bucked that trend. Finally, you actually had some victories coming more so in the latter half than you did the first. But prior to that, they had faltered after decent starts. What I would like to happen, I like actually front-loading a lot of the tough matchups and then finishing strong at the end, wow. having a weaker schedule. The reason I like that, one, there's not as much film on you because every team is different every single year. Even bringing in some of the new players, you're talking about one year aging in the NFL is actually a lot. So the less film you have from the better teams, maybe that is prime time to get an upset. And then the weaker teams in the second half, you can capitalize and start to get hot as you enter the postseason. Plus, with the added context of Carolina, usually struggling so much in the second half. Wes, I like front-loading all the tough teams during my schedule, and I like having an easier schedule in the second half. Yeah, I don't know, because that can get you off to a bad start, especially with a rookie quarterback. Man, you don't want to be looking at 0-3, 0-4, 1-4, somewhere in there. I like to spread those things out. Rookie QB is a good point. Yeah, give you a little bit of a tough uh, game or two, maybe in the early onset to see what you have, but then as your team grows and gets better, then you can take on some of those tough matchups and feel a little bit more confident. So I like the tough games to be spread out just a little bit. Plus, with the injuries and attrition, 
I don't want teams taking a pound of flesh week after week after week, and then you have nothing left. And that's probably the right answer altogether. What most people would say is you want it spread out. You don't want anything too crazy. You want it Goldilocks schedule. You want it even keel, just the right yeah. way every single month. But if you had to choose, I think I'd rather front load it. Rookie QB, though, that's a good point. Let's move on to a different sport. Let's talk about the Carolina Hurricanes. Boy, they whooped up on the Devils last night. Are you still a fan of the Devils, or are you an NHL fan-free agent once again, Fiddy? Where are you right now? Fandom has been put on hold till 2023, 2024. <laughs> All right, that's fair. Um, we're going to talk with Seth Jarvis coming up next. How about that? Seth Jarvis joining us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline to talk about the Canes lead over the Devils. Awesome stuff coming up next on Weston Walker Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Marty Natchez, his third of the playoffs, tied it late in the first period. Natchez scores again! Another bouncing puck that came right to him, and Carolina leads 2-1. to one. Off a of deflection, Chatfield, they're going to keep firing away, and they score! Faust makes it 4-1. to one. Here comes Martin Hook. All of a sudden, he's Wayne Gretzky, and he scores! This is an incredible story, Jordan Martin Hook. The Carolina Hurricanes will take a 3-1 series lead and drag the Devils back into the eye of the storm surge. Welcome back. This is the Wesson Walker Show, Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. And you heard right there, my Canes got the job done last night going up 3-1, beating up on the New Jersey Devils, taking a commanding 3-1 series lead. And they just went on a five-goal barrage in the second period. And that was all she wrote. Let me tell you, that was some performance. And to talk about that with us, we have Seth Jarvis from the Carolina Hurricanes. You can follow him on Twitter at Jarvi44. Seth, how's it going? I'm doing good. How are you guys? <laughs> yeah, so last night you guys come back after giving up eight goals to the Devils. You talked about post-game how you thought the effort was there for you guys, but it was a lack of attention to detail. And after an embarrassing loss like that, what was the feelings or what were the feelings around the team that made you guys come back and put on such a masterful performance last night? Yeah, I think we just uh, we just came out on the ball last game. I mean – I think our start maybe wasn't as good as we wanted, but we were kind of behind uh, in the series a few times. But, I mean, we, we just find a way to stick with it and, and find our game and uh, battle back in that game, and we're able to just kind of take control uh, through the, throughout, the, throughout the game. 
And we know that during the season they've talked about a lot of different teams and uh, Shane Willis said from Valley Sports that the Canes don't need respect from anybody. How big is the chip on you guys' shoulder as far as just you guys feel like you're still overlooked no matter how great you play? Yeah, I, I, I think we don't we don't look too much into that, but obviously it's tough to miss sometimes. There's, uh, yeah, a lot of people don't think we're as good of a team as we are or deserve to be where we are, but, I mean, we got here, so there's, no reason for us to kind of step down. It's, it's always nice to be a little bit of the underdog or, or doubted by, by people. It, like you said, put the chip on our shoulder. I think it just makes us play that much harder. Carolina Hurricane Center, Seth Jarvis on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. Seth, you guys haven't scored anything less than four goals in this series. You had a five-goal second period last night, Wes alluded to. Why is your offense clicking so well right now? Is there anything in particular you can point to? Yeah, a lot of people... Uh, uh, we couldn't score goals for a while, but I think we're just proving our depth scoring is really coming in, coming in huge. I mean, you saw like Martin up last night; he was on the ball and just killed. He had a great game. I think it's just it's happened over the course of two series where we've had guys contribute and and guys step up from uh, from not only our our first line, second line, but uh, down down the depth of our forwards and and our defensemen as well. Well, and Seth, how much has previous playoff experience helped you so far in this postseason because you guys have been there consecutively quite a few seasons how much has that experience helped you apply that to a couple of the series that you've already played this year yeah i think it, it helps a lot i think it just brings a sense of of calmness and i mean like you saw in game seven in the first series uh staff a veteran been around for a long time scored uh scored the winner in overtime so i, I think it just proves that that uh, that veteran and that that experience helps a lot, but I think just it helps more in the dressing room, especially for younger guys like myself, just not getting too too worked up or too uh, too high or low on on wins and losses in the playoffs. And then Seth, after the game, Martinette just talked about how you guys don't worry about who scores. We know you have four goals on this postseason. He talked about with this team, it doesn't matter who scores. You guys are happy for each other. And you don't have to service one to two players like some other teams in the playoffs. Just talk about the mentality of this squad and how you guys like to see everybody eat, so to speak. Yeah, we love we love seeing everyone play good. We love to see everybody have success. I mean, that's just what makes us. I think a good team is just the support and the, the real care we have for each other. I think uh, a lot of teams uh, talk about how close they are, but I think we're kind of the epitome of that. And just seeing other guys, you know, like ball out and, and do well, it just, uh, it just makes everyone happy. Seth Jarvis on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. You can follow him on Twitter at Jarvie44. And uh, talk about, to the play of goalie, Frederick Anderson last night after he gave up a goal on the third shot for New Jersey. Did you guys get a little bit nervous? Because after that, he made 18 consecutive stops and really allowed you guys to put the kibosh on anything New Jersey wanted to do. How great was he for you guys last night? Yeah, he was awesome. I mean, we didn't give him much help in the first probably 10 minutes of that game. So for us to only be down one at that point was, was just all the testament to him and how well he's been. But yeah, we know we know Freddie and know how calm he is, and that's that one goal is not going to rattle him. So it was nice to nice to have that, nice to have that kind of that confidence back there that uh, you know we can come back and that Freddie won't let up uh, let up much more. Seth, I have a question for you. Be honest here, okay? Like when Boston flops in the first round after a record-breaking regular season. 
you got to be feeling more confident, right? Like, do you see the door open up a little wider when a team goes down like that after a regular a regular season record that they just put on? Or are you still trying to stay focused as much as you can on the series? Like, how much are you paying attention to teams like the Bruins flopping and then also who takes their spot? No, yeah, I, I'm just focused on us. I don't think that uh, that them that losing out makes it any easier for us. I mean, they lost for a reason. The other team was better, so... I mean, it's it's tough to tough to say. Obviously, they had a, a heck of a year, but it's uh, it's the playoffs, and like like you can see, anything anything can really happen at any time. And uh, I mean, Florida Florida's beating them. They're they're having a good series right now. So I mean, they're obviously a team to be reckoned with. Now, Seth, the other question I had for you, we share something in common. I know you were talking about your beard, how it's really hard that you only have the goatee going so far. <laughs> it's something that I can't grow very well either. All I have is the goatee. Do you have any tips as you're trying to grow this beard out a little bit further into the postseason run? I shouldn't be allowed to give anyone tips on any kind of facial hair. Cause <laughs> I, yeah, I got, I got nothing for anybody I have a little patch on the side of my cheek, but that's that's about it. I'm going to try as well. Like, hopefully, maybe Wes can help us out. I know our producer, (laughs) he's got an excellent beard going, so I don't know if they have any secrets, but maybe they can both share it uh, with both of us. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> All right, Seth, and then last thing before we get you out of here. Now, you guys, the last time you had a closeout opportunity against the Islanders, you guys had a letdown at home. You guys got to get this thing done. What's the mentality of this team? Do you need Wes Bryant to come back and sound oh, the siren course. so you guys can win another game like like you did when I did no, it the last time? Of course, time? you're going to bring this up. Is that what yeah, you guys need? I think, that, I think that's exactly what we need. I think we need, <laughs> we need you guys in the building to, to get us going for, for tomorrow. Okay, man. Well, best of luck to you. We wish you uh, all the luck in this game, and we hope that you close this thing out. That's Seth Jarvis on the Body Works Plus Guest Hotline. Follow him on Twitter at Jarvie44. Appreciate the time, Seth. Sweet. Thank you, guys. That was Seth Jarvis of the Canes. Canes looking good, man. Like you said, walking with some teams out of the way. But, man, when you look at Florida, they're no fluke. Okay, they're over there handling business. Well, it's happened in in both (laughs) the NBA postseason and in the NHL postseason, right? I I was listening to, I think it was Bill Simmons, there was a bite on Twitter or something like that, just kind of talking about first-round teams. Is there any problem with playoff structure? I don't think there's any problem with playoff structure in any sport. I'm much more versed in watching the NBA postseason but you have Miami defeat Milwaukee, and it wasn't a record-breaking season for them, but so many people had the Bucks as the favorite, and so many people had the Bruins as the favorite yeah. to win the Stanley Cup. Uh, and so when you're talking about just how much you're paying attention to that, you have to imagine the eyes get a little wider. Like, Wes, you're the guy that played Power 5 Division One sports. I, I have to imagine you're paying attention to other conference results. Oh, no question about it. Even if you are going it. to hop on the mic and say, we need to do the game at a time thing. We need to focus on the game at hand. Like, whatever. Okay, I, like, I, I got you. Seth, you're good, right? You're good. But also, I know you're paying attention to Boston go down in the first round. Oh, no question. I mean, there are multiple guys on a team, so you know it's human nature. Somebody is going to see. Somebody's paying attention to it and going to tell the guys, guys in the locker room, hey, you see Boston lost, and fans are going to say it to them. So there's no way uh, that you can avoid it when you talk about that. Now, you being the Canes fan that you are, mm-hmm. how much did that help your confidence? How oh, much did you yeah, get I you hyped as I soon as – because 
because you are always a little worried about the Bruins in the long run, right? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, Carolina can take care of a first-round series, maybe a second-round series, but once they meet the Bruins, it might end there. Is that how you were thinking no, before actually, that No, actually, all right, so I thought two ways. Uh-huh. You know Petty West. So at first I was I like, well, if they lose, this definitely opens the door. I'm like, Canes are going to the Stanley Cup. But then I was like, I kind of want to go through the Bruins to get there, though, just to make the road all the yeah. better. So that that's part of it, too, as a fan. I like to beat the teams, even though the, those are anxiety-inducing series and games. Mm-hmm. What do you have for us, Vinny? I don't, I don't know if y'all caught this or not. I had my mic on, but the volume turned down. I'm having a rough start back here. It's okay. It's While right. Wes we'll was up. shamelessly inviting himself to go sound the siren, <laughs> did you hear his answer? He, he said, he, y'all. It wasn't just a West. Oh, that's such a good catch. That he did. I heard him say that too. Good catch. um, Good catch. Listen here, Ice Messiah, whatever (laughs) it is, Ice Ice Bryant. Um, And look, still want the Devils to come back and win the series. No, no, don't. If you can get us us in PNC and we all take turns sounding the siren, that'd be a lot of fun. Well, what we'll do is I will make sure until the security. That Walker, you've been pretty neutral, just kind of following along. Well, no, I'm the I, fan, and then Fiddy has been hating. So then I'll <laughs> let him think that we're all going to do it. But then as we get to the area you go through, they will stop Fiddy at the door, and then you and I will continue to walk. That, that's fine. I thought I was going to be held back as well. And Bagel Guy wrote in, Walker, jump on the Canes train, grow the playoff beard. One, <laughs> I know Fiddy wants me to so badly. I, what is the longest you have gone without shaving? I really don't know. I it. The problem is it doesn't look good in the beginning stages and the way it grows. It's it's not necessarily that it's so patchy. It's the fact how it grows is it's just kind of long and gross. And maybe there's like there's not there's more space between each follicle than needs to be. Does your girl like it when you have facial hair or has she seen? Well, she hasn't seen the beard. Like I I have a little goatee going every now and then. So, you know, the, the, the length of it varies. But maybe I could do this for something else. What about I, No Shave November? Are you comfortable doing No Shave November? I, mean, I can't see Walker doing that. It just looks so bad. I mean, I would I would do it. That's that's fine. Maybe I can do it. I just don't know if I have any important <laughs> events going on in November. Thanksgiving? But the, Well, yeah, no, nobody's going to care about that. But the other thing is, I am on the Canes train. I want them to do well. I'm not as rabid a fan as Wes is. I'm more of a fan than Fiddy is, who doesn't even know who he's a fan of anymore. I am a Canes fan. Yes. I will always pull for the Hurricanes if they're not if they're doing well or bad, whatever postseason. That's clearly my top NHL team. It's just the sport itself is not something that I'm drawn to more than others. The grunts were coming fast and furious last night when they scored five goals uh, in that second period. The grunts were going. I because you like hockey, night. just to clarify. Mm, when they would score, I was getting <laughs> hype in there last night every time. <laughs> I, I do like that Seth said y'all, though. I would love to go out there, and the only problem is – Am I going to do the same exact Wes Bryant shameless plug at the end of every Hurricanes Got interview to, we man. have? Closed mouths don't get fed. Listen, I will hit up the powers that be and see if we can all come and do it. Mm-hmm. And then when we're up there for Stanley Cup, then y'all will be thanking me. 803 number wrote in. Walker works in radio. Why does a beard or appearance matter? I mean, it it matters oh, if God. I have any kind of... show up looking like... 
Job of the Hut. Well, the good news for Walker <laughs> is he actually has a face for television too. Like if Walker was anchoring the news, oh wow, thank with you that voice, it wouldn't be surprising. He does. Oh, thank you. I yeah, appreciate man. all of that. You have a TV face. Yeah, oh, man, this is great. We're all two right. handsome guys, man. That's that's working for us. Three. <laughs> <Dude. Right>. <laughs> <laughs> you were right the first time. <laughs> no, no, no we're gonna we're gonna boost three, you up too, it. baby. It's three. Yeah. Three kings. That's and right. All of us are sexy as hell. That's right. At least a little bit. I don't know if I would be sexy with the beard or not. That's where people are going to be like, oh, okay, that's where the radio face comes into play. Once the beard comes yeah. in, they're I think that's when the, they'll come in. They're going to play the Panthers, though. They get through with this series. The Panthers are up 3-0. Right. For sure. So how worried, be are you, dangerous. how worried are you about that matchup? I mean, so part of me, again, looks at this like, well, it's the Panthers. They're the, they're the bottom seed. They should be able to take care of business. But then they beat the Bruins, and then they smack the Maple Leafs because the Maple, Maple Leafs were also – a favorite as well. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're balling. You know those Miami teams, man. They're catching that fire down there. My mom actually during the game. She said, "Who goes to watch the Panthers play in Miami?" I, I think it was tough for Panthers fans to to grapple with that. Like, okay, wait, do I cheer that? Wait, right. no, it was the wrong Panthers. <laughs> yeah. What do I do? Yeah, I think everybody yeah. just was the confused. The Panther here is black. The yeah. Panther down there is the traditional. Uh, like matter of fact, he is the brown. Yeah, he's like a mountain lion. Yeah, 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 right. You see, that's what I'm. This brings up an animal question that Nerd Boy Walker wants to bring to the table. Mm-hmm. You think, especially in these parts, you're going to think of the Black Panther, not the party, but the actual mascot, over with the organization or the but movie. A lot, but a lot of people will discuss the puma, mountain lion, like cougar. So many different words for it. But to me, a panther is black. Yeah. And then everything else is like a mountain lion. Did I you know, know a panther is not a real thing? No, it, it it is, though. No, it's not. All right. Well, we could, all right, let's do some animal research. <laughs> let's, do, let's do some animal research. They're this all is, part of the uh, leopard. This is, this is right up my alley. Well, jaguar. Like, yeah, there's a black jaguar and, or yeah. war. I know. Because if you look close on some of them, like the one they had at They'll Tiger World, that has the spots. Yeah. Right. So, all right, let's do some jaguar. And people get mad at me so time for, or so many times for saying jaguar. Are you a jaguar guy, Fitty? Yeah, I call them the Jacksonville Jaguars. I go wire, wow. too. I go jaguar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll do some animal research. I drive a Jaguar. Do you really? I thought it was a... I said I will. Oh, okay. For yeah, sure. Yeah, no, no, no. I do not at the moment. Well, let's go to the first Fitty Flash of the day. What you got back there, man? It's all right. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you. All right. Appreciate Slim putting that together uh, for me. Well, then a little yay underneath it. Okay. Um, yeah, flashing lights. Uh, a NBA uh, flash coming your way. 15-year NBA veteran. J.J. Redick has interviewed for the vacant Toronto Raptors job. Oh. As Toronto has conducted its first round of interviews. And former Duke head coach, Coach K, he's been named a special advisor to uh, the NBA's basketball operations, although I thought that happened when he was named Team USA head coach back in the mid-2000s. Coach K stays getting a check, man. Somehow, <laughs> some way, he can't stay away from the game. I mean, why should you? I mean, at his age especially, he loves – when you stay in it as long as he did – 
you love the game of basketball, so you can't go too long without being around it. I'm sure you got around the wife and the grandkids, and he's like, I love y'all. Well, then I got to be around some. You just got a dog too, right? After he retired, yeah. then you get a little puppy. So you also have that as well. You got too many responsibilities to get back in the game. Yeah, man. Well, he said, listen, I got to be around the round ball and seeing guys shoot the basketball into the net. But when we come back, we're going to start introducing you, Panther Nation, to your undrafted free agents. A new segment on the way. This is the Wesson Walker Show, Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Facts on deck. Got our research team looking at National Geographic articles discussing just how real an actual Black Panther is. According to the National Wildlife blog, I think that's the NWF blog. According to that, the number one fact here is that Black Panthers aren't a real species. It's actually the name of a genus based on skull features that is comprised of contemporary species like jaguars, leopards, and even lions. But panthers exist, just not black panthers, the animal. And that was what Wes was referring to, jaguars having the black spots Mm -hmm. that are also black as well. And then if you look closer, you can see it. So there you know. Uh, So there you go, I should say. And the more you know, I mix both of those together. Uh, 704... Had the same comment about a panther being a black jaguar. 980 said, if you're British, it's jaguar. Did I say that okay? A jaguar. How would you say it? It's not like a Donald Trump um, impression more than it does a British uh, I know accent. I've heard them say it before. I can't I can't think about it. It'd be something like, uh, sound like some James Bond type of stuff. I can't. <laughs> Give me a little while. All right. A lot of people <laughs> writing in trying to help us out with the uh, the panther facts and the jaguar facts. Let's go to a new game. We're constantly coming up with new segments. we got a different one for you. Undrafted, my name is. We're going to take a look at each of the undrafted players the Carolina Panthers signed over, really, I guess it was right after the draft ended. All of them were taken care of. 13 different guys that we have to take a look over. So we'll be doing that at the end, going into the end of this week and going into next week. Let's kick it off the first segment ever of My Name Is. They are the long shots. They are the underdogs. They are undrafted. My name is My name is My name is Cameron Peoples. Cam Peoples is going to lead us off. Wes, what do you have on the App State running back? Cam Peoples, folks. Let's get familiar with this kid. Running back out of Appalachian State. Fresh out of Lineville, Alabama. 6'2", 225 pounds. 
four, five, six, 40 yard dash, though, at the 225. That's pretty good. 19 bench press reps. That's pretty good for a running back. He was a Reese's Senior Bowl selection. In 2022, in 36 career games, he ran for 2,830 yards, 33 rushing touchdowns. He had nine 100-yard games and a school record 6.2 yards per carry average, topping the previous record from Jalen Moore. This guy, he only caught 11 passes in college. That might have held him back a little bit come draft time, but he demonstrated nice hands at his pro pro day. He's known as a power down back, but looking to become a better pass blocker as well. Now, that might not be good. You need a good pass blocker to uh, protect the head of one Bryce Young. But he's described as a big, strong ball carrier with outstanding vision, patiently waits for blocks to develop, displays terrific instincts, and possesses short area toughness, tough, hard charging, and rarely brought down by the initial hit. So. Yeah. This is a guy that could be a welcomed addition in the Panthers' backfield when you talk about uh, replacing, oh, his name slips on my mind. Chuba Hubbard, maybe? No, not Chuba. Uh, Deontay Foreman. When you talk about oh, okay. replacing Deontay Foreman, he could be that powerful back, man. I think he's got a chance. I mean, I know we're going to say that about a lot of these guys, but he's got great superlatives coming in with them. Got some things to clean up as well, but that size and speed, man, and He's got a chance to come into the backfield and be that power back the Panthers may be looking for. Yeah, he's a big dude, and you look at his size. Being a physical runner, that's the reason, I think, as to why you might want to compare him to Deontay Foreman. I just wonder if Chuba Hubbard has been not necessarily the same player that Foreman is, but also a good runner, right? Chuba also struggles catching the football, but he was a pretty powerful runner last year as well and took a step up. It was not a great start for him, but really, I think, got going as the season went on. And if you subscribe to Pro Football Focus, actually ended up with a pretty nice grade and some nice production. Might be hard to overtake a Chuba Hubbard role within this offense, but I do like Peoples. If you did watch App State, you know how much of a beast he was with the Mountaineers. I loved watching this guy play. Experienced some injuries, but despite that, went healthy. I think Cam Peoples is an absolute beast. So some potential staying power here. Maybe even special teams, too. Clearly not afraid to hit somebody. Just off of those superlatives, let's play this game. Let's add this on to it as well, on the fly. What percentage would you give him of oh, perhaps man. making the roster? I'm going to join in, too. No, no, I know. It's just tough. Uh, you know, I'm not mad. I promise. Um, That's my job. Speculation. Yeah, I I think, God, it's it's tough. Maybe at running back, you have a better shot just because of some injuries. And maybe you're going to talk about practice squad and then eventually making the team. I don't know. 15, 10%, something like that. I mean, it's going to be low. Uh, it's going to be really hard to overtake somebody like a Chuba Hubbard right now who you've invested a draft pick in. Yeah. But I, I think it's relatively low as much as I like him. And maybe he's even honestly one of the guys that are having a higher shot of making the roster. Listed right now is the fifth stream back behind Raheem Blackshear, Spencer right. Brown as well. I'm going to give Cam Peoples about a in your range, about a 15, 10, 15. I'm going to go with 15%, man. I, I like the size-speed combination that he brings to the table. Very productive back, local guy. I think they're going to give him every shot to make this roster. Yeah, I'm looking at the draft network. One of the prospect comparisons is James Starks out of the 2010 NFL draft. Oh, I remember what a name him. there, yeah. yeah. James Starks being the comparison. Um, also, a couple of other interesting stuff. Maybe an ideal role from the draft network saying he could be a rotational running back. Seems like an early guy. Go- 
down guy, okay. right? If we want to sim- simplify this, first and second, tough yardage situations, maybe goal line with some not breakaway speed, but, but it's speed. not crazy slow yeah. by any means. So we can we can agree that Cam Peoples, really fun college player, I think with a decent enough shot as far as undrafted free agents odds goes. I will say this. I think this guy has a higher percent chance All of right. making it. Hi, your name is? Bumper pool. Okay. And it's the greatest name that they have on the undrafted list. Crazy productive at Arkansas, five-year player coming back for a couple of senior seasons. So with the Razorbacks, this is someone for the last four years accumulated 90 tackles or more. Each of the last four seasons, going back to 2019, 90 tackles or more. So crazy productive. There is a slot for a linebacker here in Carolina. Brandon Smith, someone a lot of people liked last year, maybe didn't see the field as much. Shaq Thompson, an older player, maybe you move on from him after this season. They did rework the contract, so who knows? And Frankie Louvu can be a hybrid linebacker, can play off of the ball for sure, but also you like him as a pass rusher. I just think Bumper Pool probably fits a little bit more of the middle linebacker role where you can run around and and uh, just be the short tackler, right? Like that's his game. It's tackling. It's not necessarily covering, not the greatest athleticism in the world or else he would have been drafted instead of undrafted in this case. But I like the production. Some people are a little worried about his lack of tackles for loss. Only four and a half last year. That's pretty low, especially when you can rack up on those in, in, in college football too. But if you're just looking at production, someone that clearly knows how to play, right? Do you value IQ with an undrafted free agent? I think this guy does have a shot of making the roster probably a little bit more than Cam Peoples. What do you think about Bumper Pool? Yeah, I'll give Bumper Pool about a, when you look over the linebackers, let's check them out. I mean, you look at, you know, the front four are pretty good in there. But when you talk about the Mike backers, I'm going to go, I'm going to give Bumper about a, all that production in the SEC, man, I'm going to give him a 20% chance because it's not like it's huge. We're going out of 100 here. So a 20% chance is still a long shot. But, man, if you're that productive in the SEC, I think you're going to make your mark and end up somewhere, somehow, some way. If anything, a good special teams player. Now, I will say his name can go two ways. We don't want him to be necessarily a bumper. Yeah. That means you just bump the guy and he keeps on going. We mm-hmm. want you to be a rapper upper. Yeah, we want you to be <laughs> the bumper, right? We don't want you yeah. to be the bumpy. So yeah. maybe bumper is actually the good name. Yeah, give here. him a bump and then a rap. Uh, the other, you know, quick hits here for Bumper Pool. He was a team captain, a three-year starter at okay. Arkansas, uh, matching that production. Some of the strengths here, written by Lance Zerline of the NFL Network. Clear eyes to sift through traffic early in the run. Scrapes to the action with squared pads and sudden mm. hands. And he plays around blockers with his eyes. Some of the weaknesses revolve around the lack of athleticism, lacks change of direction, quickness, and pursuit speed. Can be mismatched in space when covering. So maybe if you're talking about some run packages where you want somebody that can play off of blockers and get downhill and, and read exactly where that gap is going to come from and then go hit that gap, Bumper Pool seems like that kind of guy. I like 20%. Maybe even this season I feel like he this kind of feels like the guy that sticks around in the NFL for a while as a as a practice squad guy being called up in situations with Fan the favorite with it. that name no oh, yeah plus the name I just I just want the name to actually stay here with Carolina all right that'll <laughs> do it for the debut of undrafted my name is we'll give you 
a showcase player that was undrafted, 13 of them, all the way through two now. Cam Peoples, Bumper Pool will move on as the days go on, leading into next week and giving some of those guys a showcase. Let's move on from this segment as well. Coming up next on Wesson Walker, let's go to the Panthers pressure cooker. Joe Person of The Athletic released a top 10 list of players who need to step up the most. Who do we think has the most pressure to perform next season? It's coming up next on Wesson Walker Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ.